start. Alright. Okay. Um so we're just we're just gonna talk about some movie stuff and Chadwick Boseman sure. and Tenet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Chadwick Boseman, he was what, forty three? He was forty three. And yeah. he was sick for four years and like it's crazy because because his performance in Black Panther, that's like one of my favorite lead performances in any blockbusters. And that's just like, he wanted to give this to us. He wanted to give this to the world, this movie. And I didn't know this until like yesterday that he was on the project before Ryan Coogler was. Yeah. And he like helped pick the director and he helped pick the cast and stuff. And apparently he went to like all the, supporting actors auditions which isn't done a lot in those big movies like he went to the winston duke one and like it just showed how much care he put into it and i was just watching this clip yesterday which is even more sad and powerful that he had cancer um where he's like talking about these two kids that he was talking to during the movie and he was like and they said that they're they're holding on until this movie comes because they're terminal they know they're not going to make it but they wanted this movie come and then he said so he's like you know i really i really got to work on my lines because these people are really you think it's just a movie and me personally that's something i always hate when people say it's just a movie yeah it's art yeah it's entertainment but so many people watch this and it gives them hope this kind of story especially the opening scene you see this kid and he sees this ship and that scene is so powerful to me because it's i saw someone say the other day they're like as someone who grew up in Oakland seeing that superhero movie like seeing that kind of um perspective and um and then he's like and then he says when I found out that they had passed and then he you know he starts to tear up and he's like it means a lot and so it's just incredible that that he cared so much and you know it's it's not just a superhero movie it's no Black Panther is so much more than that because it is about representation, you know, and it's like, I've always wondered my whole life, you know, to my friends of color and it's like what it was like to grow up in a world where the media was completely dominated by white faces and white voices, you know, like certain parts of the music industry, the movie industry, everything on TV. What's it like to grow up in the seventies and, you know, like every show maybe has one token black character, you know, (laughs) but even, even the lead, even the movies with the lead black character that they got, like people say, Oh, blade, but blade wasn't specifically about the black experience. No, it was black, but it, Black Panther is about yeah. the black experience, two different point of views, the conservative sure. T'Challa and the villain. It, you know, the whole thing with the villain is it's him trying to show him that you can't just be closed off. You have to help people. Mm-hmm. And it's the movie's about him changing his mind, T'Challa. And I, you know, people are talking about like, are they going to recast? I'm just like, just for now, just wait a while. How about now you just talk about what Chadwick Boseman did and his career? I'm like, wait a wait a while to talk about that stuff. Like, we can talk about that stuff, but I just feel like right now we should be talking about Chadwick and what he did. Sure, absolutely. I mean, there's there's, I think there is a clear answer when it comes to that, you know, because it's we don't have to talk about it much, but I'm just saying there is a yeah. clear answer when it comes to that, and like. 
you can just keep going with your storyline. It's pretty easy, you know, if you well, actually. Well, I, well, I, I think that if they don't recast, they can easily just make Shuri. Shuri, right. That's okay, what I'm saying. I think, yeah. I think if they're not going to recast, I think that they should just make Shuri and the other two women, what are their names, the leads, like all three of them. Yeah. I, honestly. A... And, but we don't need to t- talk about that now. We should just talk about Chadwick and what he yeah. did. I'm right. going to watch. The thing is normally when a, a famous actor and director dies, you, oh, I want to watch all their movies. But there's so much. But for Chadwick, there's not a lot. There really isn't a lot. And it really sucks. And that's part of like the real sadness of it is he didn't get to probably live up to his full yep. potential. You know, we got to see something awesome like uh, Black yeah. Panther that you were just saying he put all of his time and hard work into and passion into and cared about every aspect of the production and it shows in the way that it turned out you know the love for it that he and ryan coogler and the other people had for it but um no there there is we could have had so much more he's just 43 yeah. years old man well, well, he was well, just... but, well, what the good we can take out of that is his friends like ryan coogler and lupita nyong'o and everyone he worked with and mm-hmm. especially michael b jordan with him launching his own production company I think he's going to honor I mean, sure. his memory. He even said yesterday, he's really struggling. And he said, I'm going to live the rest of my days honoring living in his way, where the way he lived, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I, I think it was in some Facebook group or something. Someone said that they met Chadwick like a year or two ago. And he said, what, what advice do you have someone who wants to act or direct? And he said, like, normally someone will say, oh, you know, do this, do this. But he literally just said, never give up. Yeah. That's all he said. And then move on to the next question. And that's just like, like, yeah, I was listening to an interview on the happy, sad, confused on the press tour for Marshall. And he said that um, he was saying that this is, this is my mindset. Yes. You want to make money. You want to break into Hollywood, but really he said, what I think everyone should do aspiring actors, filmmakers is even if you don't make a lot of money, do what you want to do. And eventually, if you do that long enough, you'll make money. Like film criticism, like you don't make a lot of money, but if you do it for a long time, you try hard, you can. But I just think that's a great message to send to people. Yeah. Just just do what you do and never give up. Right. Because in Hollywood, you can be in it for 20 plus years and still not make it. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to make it in the industry, you got to keep going for as long as you have to. Right. It's, yeah. yeah, it's inspiring. It's like people like him, absolutely. Like you think of the adversity that he was going through in the last four years and he's still doing like press for movies. He's still filming new movies. He's not letting anybody know about it. You know what I mean? Except for I'm sure. Yeah. Very and he still and has friends. one more movie that's done that's going to be released. I think it's like right. Ma Rainey's. It's, it's, yeah. it's the kind of, you know, it's about a, a group of black like workers or something and they're being misused by the white. And, and that's the kind of thing where when I watch it, I know it's going to be really even more emotional because, yeah. and it's, I think Viola Davis is in it. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be really good, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he did what he wanted to. And it's, he, you know, he, he did live, he did live a life. He did do a lot. He, because he had been teaching directing, I think. And apparently he's known Michael B. Jordan since like they went to school together. So he's, hasn't been famous, but he's been friends with him. Michael B. Jordan's whole career. Um, 
which is interesting and shows how they know each other really well. And Michael B. Jordan is, you know, it's almost like he's going to, his spirit is going to live on in everything that he does because they knew each other so well. And I It's like the spirit of the Black Panther. Exactly. And <laughs> now when I watch Black Panther, there seems to be more powerful me knowing that, that they've been friends for, for so long. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I watched this movie the other day. It's called uh, Cutthroat City. Yeah. It's directed by Riza mm-hmm. and Forrest Whitaker. I believe his son is Denzel Whitaker. His son or his nephew? I don't know. I think I he might know. be his son because he looks a lot like him. But I forgot that he plays the younger version of him in Black Panther in the opening scene. That's Denzel Whitaker, and that scene is I might, I mean incredibly powerful. But um. I want to watch Marshall because I know what's his name is in that too. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Um, I'm going to watch all his movies. That and 42. Those are the ones I haven't seen. Yeah. That. So, have you seen 42? I have. I have seen it. Um, I think I saw it at home probably a year after it came out or so. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good. Super good. You know? Yeah. I, well, I love Get On Up. And then, but, but Black Panther is my favorite. I think it's just Ryan Coogler's directing. Yeah. Which. Well, I, no, I think, I think it's more than that. I think it's like you were saying a combination of everybody that had a passion for it, that realized how important that it was that they get this right, that they get it right. You know, but the thing is, the thing is, if I like his directing, I also have to credit Chadwick too, because he helped hire him mm-hmm. and so it's like he's almost partly responsible for the the movie that the way it is and that a big movie like that is so hard to get right it's so hard to get right and it's just so cool that he he cared so much and what i loved about chadwick also is that he was one of those people when he was in an interview he you know some actors feel like they just want to get it over with and they're not enjoying it he clearly enjoyed talking to other people. Yeah. Um, he enjoyed it because he cared about what he does and he cares about the industry. And I mean, like, like literally this year, he was still, he did some interview with some fundraiser or something. And um, like in, in his last few months, he was still doing that stuff. He was still fighting. I read that he gave like $4 million to different impoverished communities recently so he was using his power. He was using his money till till his last days, and that's the way. Now every day, every day in my life, I'm gonna think about him, and I'm gonna try to live the way that he that he would want me to live. And um, I know that he would want us to support stuff like Lovecraft Country or you know all this stuff. And you know because the fact is that. The fact is that stories about like the black experience, whether it's in the fifties or now, those stories don't, there aren't told as much. They're getting told now, but we need to support them. And they are good. Like, I don't know if you've seen Lovecraft country. It is really good. I have not. not It's, it's, I mean, as a show about what happens to black people, like throughout history, it's great, but also as a horror show, it's also great. Yeah. and like it's, you should re, you'll really. Where like is it? it? What's it on? It's on HBO. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But I don't know how much time you have left. Do we have time to talk about Tenet? I mean, we can talk about it for a few minutes if you want. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't have, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Yeah, except for you it, know that, like, I'm excited for it. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Christopher Nolan fan, but yeah, I, Wh- I which do ones? Appreciate his movies. Which ones do you really like, and which ones do you not like that much? I. Inception really, really gets on my nerves. Like, really? Uh, Wait, uh, what gets on your nerves about it? <laughs> the constant narration of the movie by Jorson, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, dude. Like, I'm, I get so sick of him explaining the movie to me, man. Like, so, like, the streets I, I are moving, it. man. You know, the streets I, I know. are moving. It's it's very cool. The special effects are very cool. And, like, but the exposition in that movie are is out of control dude do, do you like do you, which do you like better that or interstellar interstellar by yeah far. interstellar is my favorite interstellar is my favorite i, I think hang on and, um probably have to say 1917 wait what you um, you you froze out for a second I, I would say I would say it's uh oh sorry sorry <laughs> I I would say it's uh Interstellar the nineteen seventeen wait nineteen seventeen wasn't a Nolan nineteen seventeen was not, not Nolan, Nolan. What, which one am I thinking of what, which which was the more Dunkirk came out with last year Dunkirk Dunkirk sorry Dunkirk Dunkirk yes Dunkirk sorry I didn't even that's see actually the only one that's the only, uh, only one I don't like because I like the characters like in his movies. And that movie is like, I get what it's trying to do, but yeah. I don't like that. Like, he, to me, his characters um, is what I like. And that's why Interstellar is my favorite, because it's the most interesting character stuff. Like, you have yeah. Matthew McConaughey, and 20 minutes later, or an hour later, his, like, daughter is aged, and then he's crying, and then it shows her, and it's like, um, I mean, I, I know not everyone thinks that's the best Nolan movie. I, I love it, because I think it just all the emotion and stuff and the character and the it all works for me and you know the dark knight you know yeah um i like it i think it's really cool i think it's a little too long <laughs> and i think it's a little overhyped i i hate to be one of those guys but i've thought that since day one and I, i'm i'm a notorious dc hater anyway but i do like batman yeah. um my favorite Batman movie is Batman Returns. I love that movie. <laughs> wait, but, wait, uh, wait. How, how do you feel about um, Michael Keaton coming back? I'm pretty excited. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty well, what's cool. so interesting to me about that is I thought it would just be a one and done, but he's going to be coming back. Mm-hmm. Why it's not? Just, <laughs> no, it's just interesting. Yeah. It's just surprising. Yeah. I did not think he would come back to that role. I didn't think he would either, but I think being in the Spider-Man, being in the Spider-Man movies has really probably helped like open his mind to it a little I bit. I just think it's so. crazy that we're gonna have three movie Batmans at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Well, technically, live action will have four at the same time because there's um, Sir Friendzone from Game of Thrones in Titans. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. It, it, imagine just. I just think it's really cool that we're going to get to see two Batman interact. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. So out of the three active working Batmans right now, so we've you're counting Pattinson, yeah, Keaton, Pattinson, 
and Affleck, Affleck right? and then Sir Friendzone from Game of Thrones. Sir, Sir Friendzone. So, which one's your favorite of those four? Well, current we Batman? haven't we haven't seen Keaton his new version. Yeah, but you but, know what he's gonna do. Come on. Yeah, I know he's gonna be the same thing. Probably <laughs> Pattinson. Yeah. But I just think that I like Keaton's Batman, but but we just I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I like his Batman. But it didn't have like the the Bruce Wayne stuff wasn't as as cool as the Batman stuff, which that's why I'm excited for Pattinson because it looks like mm-hmm. we're gonna see a lot of like Bruce Wayne is like hair is messy and stuff, and he, I'm like I'm excited for this. Like he's young, and he doesn't really know what he's getting into. And I think it's interesting that Riddler is gonna be the villain when he's young, because that's like the worst possible. Because the Riddler's the one that like messes with his head, right. and he's like. Riddler is just I'm so excited for that <laughs> I, I mean so like he if you watch there will be blood it's perfect for Riddler because he's so annoying you hate him so much that you yeah. want him to be punched right like every oh, time I see, in the I Arkham, see that, man. yeah every time in the Arkham games when you knock out Riddler it's hilarious he's like you did not finish my riddle and you just knock him out like that's that villain he's just super annoying right um absolutely yeah so yeah, we're excited for Tenet. I, you know, I haven't been honestly obsessing over it. It'll come out when it comes out. I'll see it and I see it. And I really want to love it. I want to love it. I yeah. Way by it. Um, there's always the possibility there with Nolan, even though I'm not like the biggest fan of him. I yeah. went. Into, I went into Dunkirk. Sorry, I was calling it 1917. I went into Dunkirk, uh, like with very low expectations on the movie. And was absolutely blown away by that movie. I love that movie. The cinematography. I think that was Roger Deakins, wasn't it? Did the cinematography? I think so. I, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. But it, it, he was. That, that movie's freaking amazing. I loved it so much. So it actually got me more excited to see his next movie. Uh, I saw that in an actual IMAX. Like I was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. No, it was Hoyt Van Hoytema. Oh, it was okay. That's did an interesting. Isn't that he like also, his guy? Isn't that his yeah. guy? Like does he all did his... he did Ad Astra too? Okay, which has great cinematography. But but um, I saw it in a real IMAX in San Francisco where it was like at least three yeah. stories high, and you had to look up, and the theater the seats would like shake in every scene. It it was. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm glad. Kind of glad I get to see it in a drive-in because apparently there's some scenes where the sound design is so loud you have to cover your ears. So I can just turn it down. <laughs> I hope it's not that annoying uh, sound from Inception. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe they'll cross over and they'll just have a, a full five minutes where that sound oh, God. is just in your ears. I'm sorry. That movie just really gets on my nerves. It's probably that movie that soured me over the rest of have, his movies. Have I you saw, seen? I saw Memento after I saw yeah. that. And so like the whole like jumping time thing was like already played out on me from like inception and like jumping have, around and stuff. So, have like, you seen the Kevin James does these where he puts himself in like famous movie scenes, but he's the sound guy. Yeah. Like there's one for I am legend. Where Will Smith is like, what are you doing here? He's like, I just need some sound checks. I just need some sound checks. And, like, <laughs> and then he gets out an assault rifle and he's like, come on, man. No, I just need some sound. And then he gets his song. He's like, you don't want to do this. Will. <laughs> but he did one for Inception where it's the final scene when the dreidel thing is spinning. Yeah. 
And Michael Caine walks out, and he's just like, is it going to stop? It's going to keep going. And then he gets out of a banana and starts eating the banana, watching it. <laughs> and then he knocks it over, and, and that's the whole thing. That's funny. He, his, my favorite one is the um, No Country for Old Men one. It's him in this. Have you seen No Country for Old Men? <laughs> yeah. You have? It, yeah, it's course. in the scene in the gas station. Yeah. And he puts him, and he's like, you want to run some lines? And he's yeah. like, sure, if that's what you want. It, it, One friendo. It's hilarious. That scene is just, oh my god! I, I just, it's so tense. It's so uncomfortable. It's so tense. Un- it's like, <laughs> it's so, so, tense. so you married into it. He's like, if that's the way you want to look at it, well, it's not a way to look at it. It's the way it is. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! But did I get to let you go now? Yeah, man, I gotta get out of here. So, okay, uh, let's cut it off.